0: Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. About this time last year, my podcasting equipment just had been delivered, and I get it all set up, and I'm like, hey, dad, come over, and let's just do a practice conversation. And for some reason, he said, yes, I just wanted to be sure that I knew, you know, all the buttons I was supposed to push and make sure my voice would be decent for this podcasting thing. (laughs) So we sat down and had this impromptu conversation. I feel like it's time to be shared. There's some good stuff in here. In this conversation, my dad and I talk about the beginning when he and my mom first were married and the early years of having my sister and me. From my perspective, my parents had a pretty healthy marriage, great community around them and were wonderful parents. It's interesting to hear how it all started because obviously I wasn't around for that. (laughs) And I definitely don't remember the early years of me being born. Oh, it's good. There's some good stuff in there. But for those of you who don't know too much of my story, um, you'll notice it's just me and my dad. And that's because my mom passed away in 2008. And without a doubt in my mind, she would have thoroughly enjoyed being a part of this conversation. Like, if there is some version of podcasting in heaven, I have a feeling she's already been on one. So here's the conversation with me and my dad. Y'all met at Auburn. You grew up in Montgomery, Alabama. Mom grew up in basically Auburn, small town, Alabama. Y'all meet there at school you graduate get married and then what
1: so we actually got married in april went on a honeymoon came back loaded up a a u-haul and moved to texas it was like that it was really like cleaned out some stuff out of your mom's uh, basement room at her parents house and we got out here in the first part of may and we were, you know, spent that first few months there living in the apartment and everything. Um, your your mom did start looking for a job. She did get find one for that fall and everything. But that summer was really pretty tough because and, I was traveling and so yeah. she would I would just leave and
0: like she, Monday morning you'd wake up leave
1: and, and, and she would be. All by herself in this apartment, with not knowing anybody, yeah, and not knowing Dallas, and not knowing anything. It's like you didn't have FaceTime,
0: you didn't have like you you didn't have Marco Polo and all the text messaging. So it's like right.
1: you, you didn't have internet, and you didn't <laughs> yeah. have cell phones. It and
0: was, so you went from like this college experience where you're around all the people you know, all your friends, right? Your, and then you move out here, and it's like nobody yeah with no you know?
1: friends nobody and then basically you didn't usually just call people up on a long distance phone call because yeah i mean you got to think that phones people didn't carry them with them they yeah. were in their home or they were in their apartment or wherever they were so you don't like nowadays you can call anybody anywhere and you find them but yeah. it was like so she didn't even, uh, so it was really pretty tough on her she didn't really have a like a, a social thing to even call and Call somebody right away, you know, that she could. There were times that you could call people, yeah, you know, and different things. And so, um, but it was, but anyway, so she was, we, she was pretty much, it was pretty lonely and, um, she didn't know Dallas, yeah, it was totally different and, uh, definitely different <laughs> from Auburn, Alabama. So, where everybody knows your name, and
0: yeah, and her was name was on. Sweet Pickens, and
1: <laughs> yeah, <So laughs> you know, it was like, uh, so it was really it was it was a thing and she would she'd get lost going to the grocery store that was like four blocks away <laughs> and and you know and she would have a you know that and she'd been two hours circling around the town and it was like it was really um it was probably it was a really rough time. She yeah. was not very happy at that time.
0: How did you feel like You could encourage or support, or did you kind of feel helpless?
1: I felt definitely helpless because basically I had my job, I had to do my job, I had to do my thing, and you know, so but I didn't, you know, we when we were when I was home, we were together and 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 we, you know, we just did what we could, but yeah, I felt sorry for having to leave, and then it was, and it wasn't just like I was leaving for the day and yeah. back that night it was a lot of lonely times and I would call every night and would talk and stuff and you know and that, that was and that was good that yeah. was that was one of those you know things that we would you know that we would do but it yeah. was not it was it was you know um, but it didn't it wasn't always, you know, she did some traveling with me that summer. And, right. And, you know, because she was looking for a job. And it wasn't like it was every week and it was all that, you know. But um, but it, it didn't last forever and it wasn't like yeah. a, a long, long time because shortly after that, toward the fall of that year, just going through that summer and everything, we started looking for a house.
0: When I think about y'all's life, your life now and y'all's life together— Um, when she was still alive, I think, y'all had so many friends. Y'all were so—like, you have such a great foundation here. And so if you think back, what are some things that you feel like y'all did to develop roots here?
1: Well, we—basically, the first—I mean, once we kind of decided where we wanted to live— permanently we knew we weren't going to be in an apartment for, you know, for all the time. And we decided we would, we wanted to live. We did some research and, and some things and we looked, decided we would live in Richardson because of the school district. And, 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 and it was a, you know, it was a really growing community there. And, and um, we, I can't remember exactly how we hooked up with a um, a real estate agent, but we found one and uh, we, um, um, and so we, we started looking for a house. Um, I, I think probably one of the best things was when we finally found a good church home. We, we did go, we visited some churches and we didn't, some of them we didn't care for at all. They yeah. weren't really all that, you know, just didn't, we didn't fit in. Or it just didn't seem like the right fit, but, um, we did, um, we did go to First Baptist of Richardson and we, and, um, uh, and, and, uh, and, and it just, you know, I guess it clicked for us, and we end up joining Sunday school classes, and that was all good. And the other really big part that really kind of helped um, was actually after we really did move into a house and we were established there. We were in a young neighborhood, mm-hmm. where there were some young families there, and people. All of us were sort of in the same boat. Uh, some of them had children already; we had not. There were some married couples in the in the subdivision. And, and so, and so we all started having children all at the same time later on. But probably the two places that really kind of gelled for us was neighborhood and then also then the church. That was basically our um, social uh, connections to people. Yeah. And and um was in fr- from those two identities. Yeah. Uh I mean we didn't go take up square dancing or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bingo or you know, or go out, you know, and yeah. meeting people yeah, yeah, or yeah. anything like that. It was mostly neighborhood or church.
0: Yeah. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to be willing to try the church. Yeah. Show up to the door and open, you know what? I, like, it, right, it's yeah. not like, oh, we all of a sudden had all these friends. It was well, like, it was,
1: it was, I have to say, it was easier for us because we were both churched when we were young, uh huh. And, and, um, and so it's, it's a lot like, like me, I'd only really been a member of one church when I grew up in Alabama, and mm-hmm. it was actually the same way for, for sweet, you know, we basically had this. It was really, um, you know, so we, one of the things back in that day, it was basically, you know, you probably denomination was very important because, yeah. but it was really one of those type things is because you kind of fit, you, you you kind of knew that it was easier because you kind of knew the drill. So it was easier for us to go in and do things like that because we had been brought up that way. Mm. And, um, you know, so that was not, It was not unusual. In other words, your mom joined joined a choir. She had been in in choirs before. She knew the drill. She knew what was going on and knew what to expect, even though parts of it were different, but a lot of it was alike. Yeah. But both of us were pretty social people, so it really wasn't hard in the neighborhood. We, you know, with somebody, you know, we were, we would definitely, people had us over, we would have, go over with, you had your mom cooked. So y'all had over people so. over too. Yeah, yeah, and stuff, and you know, so we would do all that stuff. What we didn't have is it was it was is I know that there's there's places that I know that when when like our family is is right now and we all live together. We do things on the weekends together, and 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 things, and so we do things as a family. And even though I know y'all do things with your friends too. And so do Kendall and Josh, but it was it was one of those type things that basically is, is we didn't ha- we had no family. So in yeah. other words, a lot of these family gathering type things, when family was would get together, we really didn't have that. Now we did always. We would go back for Christmas and Thanksgiving, yeah. and and um, and you know, and some other you know other times and we would spend a summer vacation together i mean there was it wasn't like we didn't we just did didn't get with our families and stuff but there was it was not like um
0: you had a void of like we don't have close family so our friends are kind of going to become our family
1: sort of you know yes and
0: well and i the church family definitely became like a family to us you know
1: Right. But. One of the things that happens though is which which I thought was very good for us was um, is we definitely were not smothered by our parents. Yeah. <laughs> because we were so far away and communication was really not as easy. You have felt telephones and you would call and you would talk and you'd do things, but when we got out here it was like we made all of our own decisions. We had yeah. nobody We didn't lean on anybody financially. We didn't lean on anybody a lot of times for suggestions because it really didn't matter. Like, you you don't think about this. Like, you get a house and who's your insurance agent going to be? And who's your. You had to figure
0: that out. Yeah.
1: You know, or who are we going to get to do this or this repair or this? What's what about this? And, you know, all of these type things. And um, we did have people. Later on, I mean, you know, after we'd joined the church and gotten into a Sunday school class and and were that we actually had people there were uh, there were people in our in our in our church life that were there that would um but helped us through a lot of these basic um homeowner uh, questions
0: uh, homeowner uh, yeah. questions
1: how to how to finagle Dallas, how to, how yes.
0: to how, you yeah. know,
1: what do you, where you get a car fixed, where do you get, where would you buy a car, where would you, you know what I mean? Because there was no, like, you didn't look up on the internet and Google stuff. It yeah. was not there. So, and the Yellow Pages was basically the Yellow Pages. Yeah. But you just, you know, so you really did rely, I mean, we did on a lot of people, people that we trusted, and most of those were either, People from the church or neighbors, yeah. you know, depending on what it was, and you yeah. would ask around and do things. But we're all in the same, same boat. Yeah, you know? it's not. It's not really that changed, really. Today you do right. the same things today. Right. You would ask like, who do you who are you using this for or whatever, and and it's not really changed. But um but I think that you know you didn't even we didn't have that that parent to lean on at the time yeah
0: i think being your daughter i forget that you had to figure all that you had just like i'm having to figure stuff out you had to figure it out too you haven't like what Mm. because i see you now and it's like oh he knows how to do everything he knows it and it's like well no you and mom had to figure that out too or early on when drew and i were newlyweds and we had hard things there weren't it wasn't always Mm. just easy and You know, and, and I think it's refreshing to hear like, nope, we went through our struggles and we had to figure it out and we had to find our community. And, you know, um, I just think that's hard. I think we can lack the perspective that our parents also had hard stuff. Um, okay. So I want to jump ahead a little bit. I think it's helpful to get like, okay, y'all's first years of y'all just being married. So we're married for two to three years. And then Kendall came along, my older sister. And um m- mom she stopped working, right? Or yes. okay. She stopped working and still you were traveling. Yeah. So mom doesn't have her mom close by, doesn't have your parents right. close by, has this great community of church and neighbor of court neighborhood. Um, but the reality is she had a husband that Woke up Monday morning or left late Sunday night. Right. So talk to me about that. If you can remember, like that transition, the challenges with that, or maybe the good things, you know, just talk to me about your perspective on that.
1: Well, I think it was, It was, you know, I mean, my job, it was... I, I never had an office here in Dallas. It was in my house, so I've never owned a, I've never gone to an office. Mm-hmm. It was in the house. So when I was here, I was here, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I mean, and so that was one part of it. But um, traveling and stuff was, it was, as you, as you well know, it's just the day-to-day grind. In other words, to go through a week of, of a you know, of, being with the child, yes. and no, feel like you had no um, adult contact, right, and, and right, and stuff. And so uh, I remember that one of the stories I think that that you got kind of tickled at it was out when, when one Friday I'm getting home and I'm all excited to see my wife and my brand new <laughs> baby and and. Um, and your mom greets me at the door with Kendall and she goes, here. And she just walks out, gets in her car <laughs> and drives off. And, you know, and I'm standing there going like, what in the world, you know. And right. Stuff. And, so and you didn't have the had,
0: luxury of what Drew has the luxury of doing, of like calling me mm-hmm. on his cell phone on the way yes. home to right. get the kind of figure out the pulse of how I'm doing. Right. We did. Now. You just got to the door and was like, "Oh, okay." Like,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. and she really didn't know exactly when I was showing up or whatever. Right. But she was ready for me that day, right? Whatever day, you know, when I came in there, and it was like one of those days that she had probably, or it could have been one of those weeks that she had just had enough, and you know, and 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 you, as you well know, is is probably the feedings and and everything else mm-hmm. to do by herself. But I mean, I was, I don't want it to sound like I was never ever there and whenever no, week, yeah. but it was like. Um, and we would work out a, a thing where, you know, it was there, but um, I probably did miss out on a lot of times when Kendall would go in for her, you know, her baby uh, doctor visits and things like that, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, I went to some of them and I, and I did, you know, but, but, um, but it was, there was a lot of times and I would get the reports back and, yeah, uh, and it was, and it was, you know, things were good, but, um, but one of the things is there was a stress level there though too, but but we had made that decision, um, you know that it was that your your, your mom wasn't going to go back and teach that next year, right? And so, um and so Kendall was born in March, and so that fall she did not go back to work. Yeah, so. So the it was a lot of it was the pressure on me to to try to be able to provide for the family and I mean we sat down and worked through the whole thing and it was it, I, I kind of joke a little bit because you go like oh this was our decision I think your mom really she's the one who like I'm not going back to work <laughs> yeah she, she wanted to do that yeah I think this is the the smartest yeah. thing to do yeah. we had a discussion but it was like this is what I want to do and this yes. is why I want to do it and everything else stuff. And, and the reasons were good and it was all there. And she goes, I just think it's going to be best for our children. Yeah. And I think at the time, I don't think, I know daycare, there was, there, there were, there was care outside the home and things like, yeah. but, but I don't, I think it's a, I, I, I didn't know that much about it at the time, but I just, I think that it is, it's probably a little bit, Probably a little bit better now. Different now. Yeah. It's different and good now. I think that it's not, it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit different. Maybe it wasn't, but, but, but I got to say though, probably at that time, there were several moms in our neighborhood where the people did, you know, took care of their children and they, um, as, as your mom would phrase it, uh, uh, they did not work outside the home.
0: Right, they worked
1: inside. The right, home, for sure. So, yeah, so, but um, but anyway, um, it, that was a, a joke. is somebody said, "Do you work?"
0: Ye- yes,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. I work inside the home. I know. So I anyways, always, yeah. So but, it's very
0: important to ask that. Was, do you work outside of the home?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but um, but so so with that was also okay. If I'm going to do this, I got to do this. To and make our living. Yes, yes. And then that was the stress on me. Yeah. You know what I mean, or or the or the thing, not stress, but it was that was what was on me yeah. to provide for the family.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, I think it's also worth mentioning your dad had the exact same job you have, mm-hmm. and so to you knew the world of traveling for your work, mm-hmm. and because of that, I. I bet mom had a better understanding of what that would entail. You know what I mean? Like I I think it, you know, that probably helped. It was like, this is what my dad did. This is what I know. And so mom could have a clear understanding. And she maybe also had your mom, grandmommy, to kind of be a frame of reference because she lived through it,
1: you know? Well, and I think I got to say this. It all takes a little bit of, it it takes a little bit of time too because basically as a is as later on in life when I would be home for quite a while, she would kinda look at me and go, Don't you have somewhere to go? (laughs) In other words, don't you have a trip to go on and and, and then I mean that it eventually even got to that because she got she got used to it. And actually when y'all were little girls, I mean, you know, you know, later on in life even not the infant time is the worst. Yeah, it's because it's, hardest, it's, most demanding. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, most. De- yeah, yeah. Is the most demanding because you know. But once you, you know, the children grow up and they're walking and talking, and you do have to change diapers or whatever. Though, but it's it gets it gets a little bit easier, and then she just thoroughly enjoyed
0: being yes, home all the time and playing
1: yeah. and and taking care of Kendall at first and then later on uh you too yeah. and I think actually having two was a little bit different than just having one I didn't ever feel like it was the stress of that very first first the transition you know, the of having child. no children to one yeah. child. Yeah. Once you kind of know what you're expecting. Yeah. You know, the second one, you know, yeah. is, is a little bit easier. Yeah. I think, you know, so not that it wasn't, it, yeah. it's a little bit tougher because as you, we had a, a three year old around. <laughs> I know. know yes. To deal with a, you know, with a newborn. Yes. And they're both needing attention. Right. So um, it, that was, that's stressful, but that's a different kind of, yeah. a little bit different stress than, being just there by yourself with a brand new infant and right. really worried about it right. and stuff though. So But I want to say though, is is one of those type things is when we did this, my it was not um that decision was it was basically that decision was sweet, really felt like God was trying to tell her that, you know, you know, to stay home with your children. I'm not saying that's right or perfect for anybody else but i'm saying at that time that's what she wanted to yeah. do and it was a strain on us because yeah. basically as, as you know we had come become dependent on her income and her insurance package and yeah and things like that in and, uh, and medical insurance is not as big back then as it is now on different things but it was part of her part of the deal so in other words but but you know we decided okay this is what we're going to do and you know and um and that's why you know we felt god leading us to do it that way it was basically it was that was a leap of of faith and trust that Mm -hmm. okay we're going to be able to keep this house and raise our children and 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 be a and be able to eat Mm -hmm. and be okay on just what I was making. So that was also, it was one of those steps of faith that we just, you know, kind of went out on, Mm -hmm. you know, and two, which probably helped grow our faith and, and different things too. So it was just one of those steps that happened at that time.
0: Yeah. That's great. So when I think about growing up and um, like, I always felt like I had a good relationship with you. Like it was, and I felt like you really knew me, you know, and, I remember people being like, whoa, your dad's out of town, you know, four days out of the week or whatever. And But I think the statement that you made of like when you were home, you were really, really home. And I also think when you were home, you weren't distracted or uh, busy with work stuff mm. when you were home. Now, you had a home office, so I'm sure there were times, you know, where you were in your office working or whatever. But it's like I remember you pulling up in the driveway and – um and like um like being excited to see us, you know and um and knowing like feeling very loved by that, you know, um, yeah. and so I just think to be to be a dad that has like a demanding job or you know a dad that has to travel or whatever, I don't think it means you're you can't be a good dad, does right. that make sense, I think right. um. When you are with your kids, you need to be really focused and not distracted, if that makes sense, you know?
1: Right. Well, um, so I, I do remember one time that this was, I was like, it was one of those type things that I was on a phone call with a, I think a customer or something, and, <laughs> and um, we had ceiling fans in our gym. <laughs> yeah. And so here comes Kendall in with her birthday <laughs> balloons, and I'm watching this, and I'm going, And so I'm watching this start to happen and I see what's about to happen. So she and helium filled balloons and she walks right into the fan and they start blowing <laughs> everywhere. She's screaming and I'm on the phone with a customer. So it was, yeah, <laughs>
0: husband, so like, maybe so sometimes were... I get distracted.
1: Yeah, So actually, oh, no.
0: we distracted you from. yeah. So, yeah no,
1: but I just doing. I'm sorry. That was I'll, I'll never forget that. I was like going like, oh no 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 no. Yeah. So but um and uh and of course it was really it was pretty funny after the thing, but i was going like oh my gosh it's yeah. unbelievable but um but no i mean like i didn't one of the things about me i mean like i didn't really like um you know hunt and fish or do all that kind of stuff or whatever though no. so it would basically my, my Saturdays were there at home i mean we yeah. we did things and we would go out or And would, um,
0: and like Sundays you know we would kindle i don't Kendall and I, we would go sit with you at church. Right, and mom yeah. would be in the choir. So, like, right. when I think about Sundays, I think, I'll, like, mostly, I think about being with you during them. Yeah, you know, I remember right. watching mom in the choir, which you would remember um, <laughs> mom had bought me some, like, uh, oh, uh, what's it called?
1: Straight jacket. No,
0: well, no. not a straight jacket. Um, oh, no. <laughs> a jumper. I
1: know. I called it a straight jacket. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she couldn't get out of it. So. Anyway. But a
0: jumper that zipped up the back, and I was with Dad at church right. in right. worship, and I had to leave to use the restroom, and I go in the bathroom and realize I can't get out of this outfit right. that my mom yeah. picked out for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> and
1: so. <laughs> and so, it was all my fault that I didn't do that. But then I got <laughs> mad at her because I'm like, why'd you? Why'd you put her in that kind of outfit anyway?
0: So I ended up having an accident at church and dad had to deal with that. But um so anyways, yeah, it was like they're definitely I think about those memories of you know being with you on and Well
1: and then later on Kendall used to go I used to go early to church. It was um and because I don't know how I got on this, but in, actually end up volunteering for, uh, I mean, anyway, it, it was it was a different setup now for Adult Sunday School. But I used to go up there and make the coffee, and it, it was yes. like, and it took forever. Coffee- <laughs> so you always had to get up there like forty-five minutes before it, the church started up and, to make well, this all the and, coffee to make this yes. coffee or whatever yes. though. And um, so Kendall used to go with me. Yeah. And it was like, she and always, chat up all the and, people. Yeah. She talked to all the people and she was a little bit older than, of course. And then and we, like, she put the hymnals out on the little chairs and <laughs> do all this kind of stuff though. So sometimes I just think that, you know, sometimes it's not what you say and I, you know, but I think that maybe, you know, you're, Children get to, you know, watch what, how you behave and what you do and what's important to you. Yeah. And, you know, um, and, you know, they'll, they'll understand, you know, I think they learn from that as much as trying to teach them anything. Yeah. It wasn't anything I was purposely trying to teach her anything, but she just saw, you know, what was important to us as a family. Yeah. So, and so you're right. We would go, church on sunday morning and then again it's sunday night and yeah you know and um i think your mom went a whole lot on wednesdays too oh yeah we did wednesday night yeah so um you know when a lot of those things were going on yeah
0: um okay the other thing that i think was i think significant um was that kendall and i got to go on road trips with you yeah Mm -hmm. um so what what made you decide to do that?
1: Well, I think it was. I think it's interesting. I, I mean, I do think that it's. I think for one thing that I think is very important that that you're, um, you know, maybe that your children see you outside the home mm-hmm. and see how you deal with some other people, mm-hmm. and um, or you know, that I, I mean, just to just to get it, and then also maybe just like, okay, this is. This is what dad does. This is how he this is what he does every week if you ever were wondering, you know, and yeah. um then you know, uh and that's basically you know, I thought it was it it was good. Not every parent can do that in the right. situation, but it was was definitely good for me. Yeah. It was it worked for me and um that I could take y'all out and it, customers usually appreciated it and and like meeting my family and you know, because yeah. they're they're all really good friends too. So it's kind of like, oh, this is, mm-hmm. and a lot of them knew who you were. You knew that I had two children, and they, right, you know, they got like, oh yeah, there's, you know, and it was, you know, so it was it was always it was a lot of fun for me, yeah, to for them to meet my family and stuff, though. But I think it's also there's a there's a certain thing, and I I don't know to get involved with this, but I think there's a certain there's there's things that I think that when you sit down as a parent, sometimes you need to probably think about it. But you're to raise a child, in other words, and so you've got you need to think. Sometimes I think about okay, what do we want that child to be like when they're an adult? Or, yes. Or what is it? Yes. What would we like our children to be like when they're 18 years old? Right. Or 19 or 20 years old. So I think that these things that you think about is. What would I want this child to be like later on, and then, and then the hard part gets down is okay. What are the steps we need to take to get there to get to yes, that place? Yes, exactly. In other words, yeah. and so, and, and
0: what and, does that mean for a four-year-old? Like that, you're trying to create, you know, an adult. How do you, you do? You know, right. know what I mean? And and this- it,
1: and, I, and I can tell you something. It starts very early yeah. because children very early they will start things that you don't want to have happen outside. In other words, like, okay, there's no throwing your food on the floor. Don't knock it off your tray, Mm -hmm. you know, even when they're very, very little and just eating food. I mean, not – that little, but when they, yeah. they they understand what they're doing, yeah, and when they are looking right at your face and, and take, throw the food and off, yeah, and just drop it and just to see what you will do, you know, those are the times you have to step in. You go like, we don't behave that way. Yes, we don't, we're not going to do that. These are good table manners that we're going to use. Yeah. I mean, a four year old is going to be a four year old, a three year old is going to be a three year old. But basically, is is are we are we moving toward? They're going to understand and appreciate. What it's like to be a human being and, and be respected and being in a good place. That's the goal. And, and it takes a lot of consistency and persistency, you know, to get into that place and stuff. And so, but, but, and, and I'm really big. I really do appreciate the fact where that I think about people that respect authority i kind of got that as a child mm-hmm. that basically is is this is your teacher you listen to her right you know this is this is your grandmother you listen to her right this is this is your coach you listen to him or her you know and this is you know and whatever though we don't talk back it teaches that humbleness that's tre- tremendously important. Mm-hmm. And then I also think that a lot of people, if they don't respect authority in this world with people they deal with all the time, they're not going to understand that God is in charge of mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And they don't understand that authority.
0: So going back to us traveling with you, it sounds to me like it was less about having this fun, entertaining experience for your kids and more about educational, memorable, character building experience. Because right. I remember Kendall going and it being like, Ivy, it is going to be a really big deal when you get to go on the road with dad. It means you've got to help him and wake up early and mm-hmm. not complain. And you're going to eat at a restaurant and You've got to have, you know, manners at the restaurant and manners at... I remember a conversation about, like, talking to your customers. Yeah. Like, saying, like, looking at them and talking with them. And I just remember this, like, prep for it of, like, this is kind of what we know you can do now. So, mm-hmm. this is kind of your expectation. And it, where do we even go? Uh, wasn't, we went out to West Texas. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> was it like abilene <laughs> yeah like, so we got like a, a very normal you know n- you went with n- me to little n- Rock nothing Halloween. against you know those places but we drove to your customers and i remember kind of standing there and bringing my little notepad in because i was going to quote take notes and, oh, yeah. and um eating at that rib place with the dumb waiter thing that was so cool, but it wasn't like, let me see how I can entertain you, Ivy, and make this like big and elaborate and fun, yet it is so memorable to me. And I think it's something I just think as a parent, I feel like this need sort of to entertain, for lack of a better word, or do these elaborate things with my kids When really, like, it may not be that's necessary. It may be that if we call them to, hey, guys, you can do this, this is, and you go and do something more adult like, it could be super character building. I remember being a newlywed with, you know, financial stress and job stress and relationship stress and all the challenging things that come with adulting. And thinking about my parents and thinking like, are we behind? Is something wrong with us? I don't know. It just seemed like my parents had it all figured out. Maybe it's just me, but I think it's easy for us to look at other people that are a little further along in the journey and feel like, man, they have their lives so much more pulled together or something. But here's the truth. I think we often don't see the start or remember the start or celebrate the start. We highlight the wins and the successes, but don't all wins and successes need to start somewhere. My mom's funeral was held in a place that had seating for at least 1,700 people. And I don't remember seeing an empty seat. There may have been a few. I just remember looking out and seeing a sea of faces who had been impacted by her or my dad's life. That to me is a sign of a life well lived. But don't forget where they started, which was pretty lonely in a big city where they didn't know a soul. My mom got lost going to the grocery store. They had to find jobs and work hard and navigate bumps and challenges along the way. Their start wasn't easy. And so wherever you are in the journey, don't be discouraged by your start. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the For Parents Podcast.